Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode four of the Creator Pursuit Podcast. I'm your host, Sierra, and sometimes Mike joins me. Today, we are going to be talking about how to set yourself up for success for 2024. We have been really excited about this episode. Uh, Mike and I have been talking about it for weeks now, and it's something that we're really passionate about, and we love to kind of reflect and strategize and plan um, every year, but also quarterly as well. So if you're not strategizing or even reflecting, reviewing your business or creative um, pursuit every quarter, we definitely recommend you do that so you can see what is working, what's not working, what needs to be Uh, tweaked a little bit and maybe uh, what needs to be implemented a bit better um, to make things easier for you and then also things that maybe not working that you can say no to Um, and then also saying yes to other opportunities so we think it's a really great way to um, really evaluate your business or your um, passion project quarterly, if not monthly, but today I'm going to be talking about how to set yourself up for success for 2024. I have a few points here that I'm going to chat about, and we've also created a PDF um, document that you can actually go and download from our website, sierraandmike.com. Um, if you go to sierraandmike.com slash 2024, you can uh, sign up and receive that PDF and it's going to kind of lay out um, how to sell, set yourself up for success for 2024 and also some questions to ask yourself, um, some activities to go through and really help you feel good about going into the new year as a business owner, entrepreneur, um, creative, wherever you are kind of on your path, this will help you kind of navigate and maybe answer some questions that you didn't think about answering or uh, review some things maybe you haven't even reviewed yet. Um, So we highly encourage you to go download that. Again, it's at sierraandmike.com slash 2024 and you can check that out and download that. So let's get into today's episode. Again, like I said, I'm so excited because I love this type of stuff. I love looking at um, logistics and reflecting and setting things up for um, the future, getting clear on goals. Like I love talking about all this stuff, especially when I can help other people um, navigate that as well. So pumped for today's episode. Um, And if you have any comments, questions, concerns, feel free to send us a DM on Instagram. You can find us at Sierra and Mike Media. You can also send us an email if that is uh, better for you. You can email email us at info at sierraandmike.com. And we'd love to hear from you. If you are having trouble with going through the PDF or even just trouble kind of figuring things out for the new year and where you are in your business, we'd love to um, hop on a call. We also offer consulting as well. So if that's something you'd be interested in, uh, we could definitely help you navigate your business or your creative project and um, go from there. So the first point that we think is so important um, when setting yourself up for success for a new year, and I just want to like 
say this to start. We're not talking about resolutions here. We're not talking about empty promises to yourself. We're talking about getting strategic for the new year. So yes, I think this kind of discussion starts around this time to get yourself ready for 2024, but we're not trying to um, promote necessarily resolutions, new year resolutions, like, you know, lose 10 pounds or work out five days a week or anything like that. We're trying to set you up so that you feel good about going into the new year and that if you had any troubles with last year, you can kind of navigate through that and have um, an idea of how to plan and um, monitor and um, develop, remove, just going through the things that worked and didn't work for this past year and move forward in the new year and be really confident with where you're going and how you're going to reach the goals that you have. Um, so that's the first thing I just want to note. That's my fine print for today's episode is we're not talking about New Year's resolutions. I, I also find that New Year's resolutions are more about your personal journey, your personal um, your personal goals or personal, um, I don't know, your personal journey. But we're kind of more focused on the business side today. Um, even if you're creative and it's just kind of your personal brand, that's fine. Um, technically, we would still put you under like the business or entrepreneurial category. Um, but yeah, we're not going to talk about like getting into the gym five days a week. Uh, but if that's your plan for the new year, fantastic. That's great. But we're going to talk about business. So the first thing that we really recommend you do is reflect on the past year. And we don't just say this to see what you did really good at because that's, that is important. But I think one of the main things with reflecting on your past year is kind of dissecting what didn't really work for you and where you had some challenges and identify areas that need improvement and then obviously identify what worked well and the success you had. But this is a great opportunity to see where you might need to like tweak things or you might need to... Um, set some different goals, which is going to be something we're going to talk about later. So what we recommend is just getting out Google Docs or even just pen to paper, if that's what you're comfortable with, and kind of make like a T-chart. So one side is like your successes and worked what worked really well. And the other side is going to be what did not work well, what challenges you had um, things that come to mind that need improvement and you might need to go back and look at past emails or invoices or um, even maybe your marketing strategy whatever it is I would just go back and look and see what you felt really good about um, it could be financial it could be um, logistically it could be partners that you worked with clients that you've worked with um, internal communications external communications all of that stuff and really dissect and reflect on what worked well and what didn't work well um, this is going to help you 
so much and you kind of have to be honest with yourself and um, get you know a little humble Um, this could be tricky because you might not want to think about the challenges that you've experienced or um, really identify areas that need improvement but it this is going to help you if you can get the courage to really see what worked and what didn't work this can really help you for the new year and it can help you understand what your strengths are as well and what your weaknesses as a business owner as a creative as someone that is doing project management client management um Maybe you're doing everything, photography, um, copywriting, social media management. Like maybe you are just a one-person show. um, And so you can see what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, and that can help you as well see if you may need to, you know, outsource some work for 2024 because um, maybe certain things just cannot work if you're leading the, if you're leading certain things, um, bookkeeping and taxes, like you might be doing those, those tasks and they might be very tedious. You might, you know, forget a couple receipts and it might be best that you hire a bookkeeper. Um, so looking at everything from your communications to your finances, to your, Um, even the way that you organize your computer. Um, I'm currently looking at our desktop right now and it is complete chaos. So that is something that I would like us to be better at. Um, And a lot of it has to do with me because I save a lot of things on our desktop. I take a lot of screenshots and things just kind of pop up on our desktop and I don't really organize things um, when they go from our desktop. So I would like to be better at that and really organize our files um, because I do think mentally it also can take a toll and you're not as productive because you see chaos on your desktop screen. So, you know, stuff like that, um, the way you conduct your emails, the way that you do automation, if you have automation in your business yet, um, how quickly you're replying to emails. Do you have a 24-hour response rate? Do you have a 48-hour response rate? Um, Your search engine optimization, so your SEO on your website, is that uh, top-notch or do you feel like that needs to, um, that needs some improvement? So looking at all of the different things within your business and really seeing what areas you need to work on um, and maybe what needs to be outsourced or even what needs to just not continue on for 2024 there might be some projects there might be some habits or um, certain things that you feel like you need to do or you felt like you needed to do in 2023 but maybe going into this year you're like actually I don't have the um, work capacity to fulfill those things so I think for 2024 I'm just not going to continue with those projects um or I'm not going to take on as many clients or whatever it is, just recognizing those things. So that's number one for how to set yourself up for success for 2024. Really reflect on the past year and dissect everything. 
And it might take you a while to do this because you might need to go through each month. Look at January, February, March, April. Look at your finances. How did you do financially in January? Was that because you had projects in December and November of the year prior? Um, how did you do in February? Did you have things lined up in January already for February? What about March? So really understanding all of those things is really important and can help you get really organized for 2024 and potentially for 2025 as well. Because if you're starting to reflect on the year now and maybe you don't have clients lined up for January of 2024, I mean, there's always time to get clients for 2024 of January, but next year you might want to um, have some strategies in place so that you're starting to reach out to potential clients November, December for January, for February. Um, Sometimes that can be tricky because people's budgets are... January to December and they're not ready to talk about January yet until January happens but it's just getting yourself prepared and also having enough time to do that outreach in November and December to prepare for January. So number one reflect on the past year. Number two how to set yourself up for success for 2024. Number two is set clear goals. So this is going to be really aligned with reflecting on your past year. So once you've laid everything out, it's a really good opportunity to see what goals you can put in place based on what worked really well and based on what needs improvement. So, and when I say set clear goals, you want to be really specific. You want them to be measurable, achievable, and relevant. Okay, you also want them to be potentially time specific, um, meaning that you want to have it set that this specific goal should be completed by February 15th. And I think it's important to do that. And I know sometimes that stresses people out, but having a deadline can really help you actually get the dole, the the dole actually get the goal completed so I think having a time stamp on it can be really crucial but and here's my but do not overwhelm yourself with 12 goals that all need to get done by January 7th you know what I mean like really space them out and be really really honest with yourself here If you have something that you need to get done and you think it's going to take you a week to get it done, give yourself a week. That's fine. But don't try to get so much done in a short period of time. But then also don't try to get, you know, really easy stuff done in a long period of time because you're just going to procrastinate until the last day. And then you're going to get it all done in the last day. In one day, you'll get all of that stuff done, which you could have got done three weeks ago and had the mental space to not think about the things you have to get done in three weeks. You know what I mean? So it's better to just be honest with yourself and just show up and get the work done when it needs to get done. So be very clear with yourself. Be very clear with your schedule. And try to get those things done that you want to get done in the time 
that makes sense and that is achievable and that is relevant for your calendar. Do not put too much on your plate. We all know how much is going to be too much on our plate. And usually if we're like, well, I don't think it's too much for our plate, then it's probably too much for our plate. So just keep that in mind. Um, so what kind of goals could you be coming up with? Uh, revenue targets could be market expansion, product or service enhancements. Um, it could be based on your, um, it could be based on things that need improvement. So one goal could be find a bookkeeper locally uh, by February 1st that uses um, a specific software that you love and that is going to be within my budget. So that could be a really great goal. If you're someone that doesn't like bookkeeping, maybe finding hiring a bookkeeper is something that could be a really great goal for you. And that's perfect because that was an area that needed improvement for 2023. And one of your goals now is going to be finding a bookkeeper. The other thing I would say is um, use your T-chart as a really great way to, or an example I should say, to um, fish out your goals. And then use your um, your T-chart as well to um, understand where you want to take your business in 2024. And what I mean by that is you might be in the stage right now that you're just kind of launching your business, but 2024 might be about growth, right? And so that might be hiring someone. That might be finding more clients, adding more clients to your plate. That might be, like I said, adding a new product or service to your lineup. Um, so if you're kind of in that growth stage, I think it's important to reflect on the past year, see what worked. And then if growth is growth is going to be one of your kind of your targets, your goals, then how what goals do you need to implement that are going to get you to uh, your growth phase? So hiring someone, um, getting a bookkeeper, whatever else you want to get to get to that growth stage or um, implementing a new product, offering a new service, um, marketing, all of that stuff. So you also want to think about that too. And you might not have that in your T-chart um, in the beginning, but that might be something that you want to add. So it reminds you to set clear goals for where you want to take your business in 2024. Um, for us, we are definitely in our growth kind of scaling stage. Um, I say we're like half growth, half wanting to scale, but probably more in the growth stage. Um, we have some fairly big goals for 2024. And so, um, and, and I should say more, like we have some more targets for 2024 that need those um, necessary goals in place. And then from our goals, we need almost like a to-do list from our goals so that each individual goal. So like, for example, if one of your goals is hiring a bookkeeper, 
what is in your to-do list that you have to do to hire that bookkeeper? So that might be organizing your receipts from the past year. They might want to see that. That might be um, getting comfortable with a new software if they need you to use a specific software or getting comfortable with um, like a spreadsheet depending on how they do things. Um, It might require you to make a few phone calls to bookkeepers, kind of like feel them out, see what you like. It might um, require you to get some pricing and then also look at your financial budget and see how you can fit your new bookkeeper in your financial budget. So each goal should then have kind of a list of to-dos under your goal that you know you're going to have to do. And that can help you to determine when the goal should be completed. So that timestamp that I was mentioning. Um, And I think looking at each month can be helpful. So you might, if you want to hire a bookkeeper, you might need to do that like right away in January so that your whole year is organized. If you want to create a new service or product that might not need to be done right away in January that could be maybe saved for February so all of January and maybe middle of February you're going to be completing the to-do list to get to your goal of launching the new product or even just having the new product or service Um, so give yourself that like wiggle room of time so that your to-dos can get done because just having the straight up goal like I want to complete this by this time uh, can get overwhelming if you don't have the to-do list and then you don't really know if it's attainable in the time frame that you've gotten it or that you've selected if that makes sense Um, so that's number two how to set yourself up for success for 2024 so the first one reflect on your past year The second one, you're going to set clear goals. You're going to use reflecting on the past year as a way to figure out some of the goals that you want to complete. You're going to use your stage of business that you're at to also figure out how to uh, or figure out what goals you want to accomplish. So if you're in your launching stage, if you're in your growth stage, figuring out what those goals would be, what depending on what stage you're in, coming up with to-do lists for each goal so that you are really organized and you understand what things need to get done to accomplish those goals, but also not overwhelming yourself and causing great havoc on your calendar um, because you're also probably going to have clients while you're managing all of this stuff as well. So just keep that in mind. And then number three is implementing efficient systems. So This is really important, and I think this kind of gets overlooked a lot of times in business. I know when I had my first business back in 2016, efficient systems was something I really struggled with, and I think I should have been more strategic with in the very beginning um, because I felt like I scaled quite quickly in a few months, and I was not ready for that, and I was not organized, and I think that's why I failed a lot of times or just had a lot of mishaps and lessons and challenges that I had to work through, which I guess is a blessing because now I feel a bit better being in business with Mike because um, I've learned so much from my first business 
but implementing efficient systems is so important and can really help you manage your business your manage your business save you time and then when you're ready to hire someone so if you're someone that is looking to scale and you want to hire someone or hire a team or even even if you want to just get like a virtual assistant or an assistant in general like say you're a photographer and you want to hire um like a second uh second camera person having efficient systems can really help with bringing on more people onto your team um but also streamlining your uh sales funnel essentially um your intake form your emails like all of that stuff can be really um efficiently streamlined but it takes a lot of time uh to figure out and to feel good about and to try it out and see if it works and be confident in it and then allow your clients to use it and yeah it takes a lot of time and trial and error and there's a lot of kind of editing and um, going back to the drawing board to see what worked what didn't work so this can be something that can be time consuming and if you are managing clients right now it can be a lot of extra work but if you can make time for it um, on your downtime during slower months and get things uh, organized it can help you in the long run so much um, we use a um, software called Dubsado, um, and we switched over to this software uh, probably in may of 2023 i think it was may and we were using a different software and we were okay like it was okay um, but we just find Dubsado so much better, so much more um, user-friendly. Um, you can change things up. You can really make it your own. Um, and we love it. And so we use this as a um, invoice generator. We use this for um, contracts. We use this for... Um, intake forms we use this for um, lead generation you can really use it for a lot of things and for a lot of industries so if you're someone listening right now and you're like well I I don't do photography uh, you still might be able to use this software they have a lot of templates already in there for a variety of um service professionals um from coaches to i'm trying to think i think like doula midwife um even maybe a hairstylist like there's so much in there um and it can really be suited to your industry and they're always trying to what i love about the company is they're always trying to perfect it and everything has been self-funded this organization is wonderful they take feedback very seriously um so they're always trying to perfect the the software and the platform for their users which i just love um but anyway so that is one uh system that we use to streamline our workflow um another system we use is our website in general 
So having our newsletter attached to our website, having our um, our lead generation from Dubsado connected to our website. So that's also a really great benefit. Um, and then also um, being able to connect all of that's really, really uh, important to us. We also use a platform called Trello for organizing things. Uh, we use that for managing um, projects, sales, content creation, content calendars. Um, we also use um, some extensions in Gmail as well. So there are some, uh, well, there are a lot of systems that we use um, and there's definitely more that we'd like to add to our roster, I guess, of systems. But again, it takes a long time to get things implemented, to get things organized. But even an efficient system, um, in my mind, could be, you know, having a streamlined process from lead generation to intake form to um, contract to welcome package to um, gallery, uh, photo video gallery, uh, sent to the client, to thank you emails, to invoice emails, like all of that stuff can be uh, an efficient system that can be implemented and streamlined in your business. And even just using something like Canva, for example, can really help you uh, create workflows and create like templates that can be on brand and be really great for your clients. And your clients will see these things and say, wow, that's so beautiful that everything is here. Um, if I have any questions, I know how to contact you. Um, I know what to expect from you now that I've signed on as a client. So having all those in place can be a workflow, can be a system that you have in your business for your clients to make their experience better as well. So I think looking at internal efficient systems so that might be using a system like dipsado or hubspot um, or looking at connecting um, a crm customer rela uh, relationship manager to your facebook ads and your website and your search engine optimization like looking at all of those aspects that can be an internal system that you want to really perfect um, to gain sales. But then I think also when you're looking at your client's perspective, your external systems, um, what does that look like for your client? And from intake form to, you know, signing the contract or even, you know, finishing the contract for them. Um, what does that look like? And does it feel good for the client? Is it easy? Is it simple? Is it have all the answers that they need? Um, so really, really thinking about that can really help, um, can really help you and your clients, but then also have you kind of be that leader, that professional in the industry that's going to make your client feel really good about working with you and want to work with you again. So just making sure that you are, um, the leader in your industry or in your business. Um, so how to set yourself up for success for 2024. We talked about reflecting on the past year, setting clear goals, implementing efficient systems for um, 
uh, automation, getting you organized and optimizing your uh, operational efficiency. And this is all, um, like I said, it's a lot of work in the beginning, but if you have these systems in place and they're tested and you feel good about them, they can save so much time, which is also financially um, going to be a benefit in the long run because you're going to be spending less time um, having to send certain emails or having to create certain templates. Everything's already going to be done. So you're just going to have to fill in information and send it to the client. Um, and so the next piece here is monitor your finances and really figure out where you want to be financially for 2024. And this kind of goes hand in hand with everything I, I mentioned, right? So reflecting on the past year, what you did well, what needs improvement, looking at, you know, what you potentially charged your clients, how much money you actually made, um, basing the amount of time that you spend actually working versus how much you've charged the client, looking at things like props that you may have had to spend. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of um, chatting more about like say our field of work. So more photographer, uh, content creation, but this could be for any, um, any creator. It could be an artist. You want to look at your supplies, how much money you're spending in that, um, investments in, um, investments in equipment, right? So, uh, as creatives, we have to invest in cameras and computers and, um, tripods and props even, right? So looking at that and going, okay, so we made this amount of money. We've invested this amount of money. How much did we actually make? And I think having, um, going back to implementing efficient systems, the nice thing about Dubsado is you can look at your financial, um, your financials every month. Um, and that can help you as well with your overall perspective of how you're doing throughout the year. But I think for us, we do bookkeeping every month. We're looking at our budget every month and we're trying to understand how we're doing, where we're going, how much we're spending, what our taxes are. Um, so it's important to keep in mind all of that and really stay on track. Um, but if you're just starting out or maybe you're kind of in that growth stage and you're not really sure, like maybe this was a chaotic year for you, it's really important to reflect on your past year with your finances and see where things ended up, what worked, what didn't work. If you undercharged, overcharged, um, maybe you need to increase your prices or maybe you're confident with your prices. Um, if you're going to be having more overhead, if you're going to have to hire someone, you want to think about all those things, um, because it does really come down to money at the end of the day. Another thing too, if you are a creator, really thinking about what you're taking on as a paid client, what you're taking on as a gifted or, um, uh, a gifted or what am I trying to say? Uh, like free, um, client. So that could be someone sending you a product and saying, Hey, I'm going to send you this product and you're going to do X, Y, Z to get this product for free. Um, also getting complimentary like hotel stays or complimentary, uh, restaurant, gift cards or whatever it is, really keeping in mind that that is 
an exchange that is a trade um, so you need to keep that in mind how many of those are you doing throughout the year and are you actually losing money by doing those things so we've done a couple of those this year and we definitely felt like a couple of them made sense because we had other projects um, in the mix so financially it was fine and then we did have a couple that we realized you know what we're kind of just breaking even at this point and it doesn't really make sense to continue um so for 2024 we definitely want to put a cap on um who we're working with and what what brands we're going to say yes to on a gifted or like free type of like content exchange um i and Mike, like both of us feel like this next year, we're, we don't really want to do many of those. Um, not to say that we don't want to help certain brands or we don't want to work with certain clients. We absolutely do. But it's really hard when you have other clients paying you and, you know, see your worth in what you're providing, but then other clients potentially maybe they just are used to getting things exchanged like gifted um but strategically if the product doesn't really line up to the offering that you're providing um you want to think about that like if you're doing something for free and you're getting like a 30 dollar product uh probably want to really evaluate that and see if that really makes sense um, some of some brands out there like to do a gifted product first before they pay any creatives. And I understand that um, because it is the influencer world, especially influencer world specifically, uh, can be like the wild, wild west. Um, so I get that. I get why brands can be apprehensive sometimes and they want to kind of do like a trial but if you're hiring a professional to take photos and videos that you're going to use on your website, your social media, um, in paid ads, do whitelisting campaigns, like all of that, you probably want to pay that creator. And if you're a creator, you probably should be getting paid for doing that because they're not just posting one photo on their social media page. They're going to be using your content for a wide variety of uh, areas on their for their business and so many eyes are going to see that and they're going to make sales from your content so just keep that in mind when you are reviewing your finances really determine um if you are going to take on like pro bono i should say or like complimentary or gifted uh clients because the more times that as creatives, as professionals, as photographers, that we say yes to these types of campaigns, brands are just going to keep doing that. And they're just gonna put more budget into other places. But there are budgets out there. These large brands that are just doing gifted campaigns, they do have the money to pay creatives. They do. Um, they're making millions and millions of dollars. And if you don't believe me, Google the brand and you will see what their sales are, what their revenue is, how much they're making, and you will see how they are underpaying people. And as creatives, we can't pay our bills with a pair of running shoes or, um, you know, gift cards. So you just want to keep that in mind. And I, by all means, if it makes sense for you, 
if you are a new creative started starting out and it's a great portfolio opportunity by all means take it on but just be very careful that you're not taking on too much and that you are not um that you are not you know speaking up for your work and really sharing why you should be getting paid and there are lots of times where we've had to you know tell people our prices and then they say well this is a gifted campaign and then we have to say okay no problem we're not going to proceed with that um and that's okay and we're totally okay with that but it's really important to stick to your worth and know what makes sense for you and i know a lot of people who have said yes to gift a campaign strategically so that they could show them their work and then get paid in the future and that's fine no judgment there but you do have you have to do what's best for you um, but i just want to make sure that um, you're keeping that in mind with your finances as you're monitoring them closely for 2024 and really understanding your finances just make sure if you do do gifted campaigns or free product exchanges or whatever that you're not coming out in the negative so if a company is sending you something for free and you have to go out and buy props and ingredients that is a net negative that is not good you do not want to be in the negative for another brand okay so keep that in mind. If a brand is saying that they want to gift you something, but you need to pay for props, you need to communicate that with them because you're only going to be able to capture that content with props, with ingredients, or with um, getting in your car and driving somewhere, for example. Like gas is not free, right? Driving your car is not free. So keep that in mind. Just keep that in mind and be careful who you're saying yes to, and, and also the work that you're saying yes to. A lot of these brands want uh, full licensing rights. They want, you know, 10 videos and 10 photos. So that's a lot. That's a lot of content for free. So make sure if you are saying yes, and it makes sense and you're being strategic, that you're only doing the fair amount of work for what they're giving you. Okay, um, because again, you don't want to be a net negative and to take 10 videos and 10 photos and do all this work. And then you also have paying clients as well. You want to be able to put all of your time and effort into your paying clients as well. So just be careful. That's all I'm saying. But back to monitoring finances. You want to keep a close eye on your financial health in your business as an entrepreneur, um, as even a creative. You want to regularly review and update your budget, monitor your cash flow, um, make informed financial decisions to ensure the sustainability and growth of your business, your creative project, your influencer business, whatever you're doing. Um, and this is really for any business. You really want to make sure that you are understanding your finances and knowing where money is going where money is coming knowing what your business expenses are so if you have a business bank account if you have a um, certain software that you're using making sure that those are all listed as business expenses making sure that you're filing your taxes on time so as you go into 2024 i really recommend having it a goal to really review your finances on a weekly or monthly basis 
Um, but also having a system in place so that you know how to keep track of everything. So you could do that through a software um, or you could do that just through um, like Google Sheets or a spreadsheet, um, like Excel spreadsheets or whatever. Uh, you could do it that way. You might have a bookkeeper, so it might be a matter of sending receipts and everything to them and just keeping in communication with them to see where you're where you're at with your budget or where you're, you're at with your expenses. Um, but then also knowing too how much money is coming in when you're getting paid, if people are paying on time um, and just having that um, having that at the at the forefront of your weekly or monthly planner so you know where things are going because a lot of times you can get really into the groove of your work the things that you're actually excited about in your business but then when it comes to kind of this boring stuff you can kind of get lost in it and then you're not looking at it until the last minute and then you realize maybe you're in the negative or maybe you have money just kind of sitting there and you're not really sure what's going on with it um so just make sure that you are um, going to monitor your finances closely and that can really get you, um, that can really help with your success for 2024. So having either a weekly or monthly schedule where you go in and you just check things out. Um, I also recommend getting, if you have a, can get a business bank account or having a separate account, uh, in your bank account, if you're a sole proprietor, you can have your business money in your personal bank account, but sometimes that can get really complicated and confusing. So you can go and open a business bank account um, and then having separate accounts. So have a tax account. So 20% of everything should be going into your tax account. Unless you're making like over 100,000, you should be probably putting um, 20% down, if not 30 to 35. Um, and then if you're charging HST, you would want to be putting 5% uh, of your income. So, or sorry, 5% tax that you're charging your client, uh, depending on what business you have, you'd want to be putting that 5% in a separate account. So when you do your HST um, monthly, quarterly, annually, you have that money in there. So if you owe, you can, you have that money set aside that you can pay back. Um, if you are really smart and you have your expenses set aside, you'll know how much money uh, you've spent through your expenses, how much HST you've spent. And then when you file your HST, you'll be able to see if you're getting money back or if you're going to owe money. So it's really good to keep track of all of that. And having that separate bank account for your taxes is also really important because when you do your income tax, either if you're a sole proprietor and then, or if you're um, a corporation that's gonna be done separately. But if you're a sole proprietor, it's done through your income tax um, and you're, gonna no you're going to notice that you're going to potentially owe um, and that's why you have that 20 to 30% account for when at the end of the year, when you do your taxes, or I should say the middle of the next year, when you do your taxes, it, when you owe, because you, we probably all will, um, we have that money set aside to pay tax. Um, so that's really important. And I think having those, um, those systems in place with your finances can really help you and you'll be set for the next year and you won't be stressing and worrying about having to owe. Um, and then also just getting a budget together. 
as well, I think um, can be really, really helpful uh, for getting yourself ready for 2024 under your finances. So what does that look like uh, on a business side of things? Well, understanding what your marketing budget is. So if you're gonna be paying for Facebook ads, if you're gonna be hiring someone, if you're going to be um, spending time um, doing like Google ads or Pinterest ads or whatever, or even just like newspaper ads or what other like uh, print ads you could potentially be doing, or if you're going to be spending money on events, sponsorships, like say for example, there's a golf tournament you want to be a part of and you want to sponsor your, have your business be a sponsor, uh, making sure that you have a budget set aside for that. Then also your, um, kind of your fixed expenses. So those would be things like um, things you would pay for every single month and that don't really change. So that could be your phone bill, your internet bill, um, your software bills that are the same every single month. Um, Maybe you rent an office space, that would be considered kind of that fixed income, that's a fixed expense, excuse me, that would not change, right? So you wanna make sure you have that budget like understood and then obviously there's going to be the variable expenses that are going to come in so uh, props maybe you need to buy a new camera lens or maybe you need to and invest in something else or maybe you have a client now that needs you to do some traveling so making sure you're setting aside um, budget for that so the budget is going to be you could do an annual budget, you could do a monthly budget. Um, if you do a monthly budget, you can come to it every month and add in how much money you've made. Um, you can s- showcase your tax, your HST, your variable, your fixed expenses, and kind of like take it month by month. That's kind of what I do. Um, and then, but if you wanted, you could look at a bigger scope and see what your um, your annual budget would be based on clients you already have. So going into 2024, what clients you already have paying you, and then also forecasting for what you would need to make or what you would want to make, I guess, under your uh, goals that we've talked about. That could be something that would be um, one of your goals of how much money you want to make, but you would have that forecasted in that budget. So you could look at last year's Um, income and see oh I've made x amount of dollars each month so that's kind of what you'd be forecasting to make the same amount hopefully and then hopefully if you're in that growth stage you would want to be making more than that Um, and then looking at your goals like how we can how we can implement that and how we going to get to um, making more money each month right so everything kind of works Together, all the things I've mentioned today, reflecting on the past year, setting clear goals, implementing efficient systems, um, monitoring your finances, and you're looking at your budget and having a budget and planning a budget for the year within your business. All of those things really fit together really nicely. So this could be something that you could sit down for a couple hours and really um, get organized with. And so as you're reflecting on your past year, you're looking at your finances and as you're looking at your finances, you can think about, okay, what is my budget going to be for this next year or this next month? And what are we forecasting at? And then what are, what are our goals? What are our financial goals? Do we want to make 10% more, 20% more? And then going back to your goals, how are we going to make 10% or 20% more getting that 
getting those goals together, and then also looking at what systems can we implement to get to those goals, right? So all these things fit really nice together, but it's a matter of just doing the work and really understanding where your business is, business is at. And this can be overwhelming. It might take a couple days. It might take a week. But once you do this, you will have such a clear vision of where you want to take your business and where you want to take um where you want to take your business and how much more money you want to make, what clients you want to work for, um, what systems you need to be that need to be implemented, who you need to hire or outsource or uh, work with. It will all come together so nicely and it will really set yourself up for success for 2024. So these are the... Um, four points that I'm going to leave you with today. And I really encourage you to visit crnmike.com slash 2024 and download that PDF because there are a few more um, really, really good points in there um, that I think will help um, implement things a bit uh, deeply, I guess. And then also some other things to think about as you're creating your systems and getting your goals together and reflecting on your past year, how you can even kind of level up what we've already talked about today on the podcast. So highly recommend you download that PDF. And there is kind of some, um, some activities in there that you can do. So it would be a really great tool to work alongside what we've talked about today, but I just want to say that if you can set yourself up um, and feel good about going into the new year, you will have so much more confidence when you are pitching, when you're on sales calls, when you're talking to customers, when you are, even if you're creating videos for your social content, you will feel so good and confident about what you're providing and what your services are and what you're offering to your clients because you know where you're going. You know your plan. There's no, well, I don't know or I don't feel good about my pricing. You'll have none of that. Um, sure, there might be like little things that need to be tweaked here and there as you're going, but you will have a very clear uh, map of what 2024 is going to look like and you will feel so confident talking to people and offering things to people and be able to um, stick up for your prices and say what you're worth and why you're worth it because you have a clear plan and you know where you're going and you've also know what you did last year you know the clients that you worked with last year you know the um, the insights and the analytics of what you did last year. So that's another way that you're going to feel really confident talking about your clients this year. Sometimes we forget about the great work that we did the year prior. And so when we're talking to our clients, uh, or our future clients, I should say in the new year, we're kind of like, oh yeah, you know, I've done this and I've done, oh, I can't remember. Wait, let me think. And you don't have that confidence um, that really helps potential clients say yes. You know, you need to be decisive. You need to be firm. You need to be confident in what you're offering. So reflecting on your past year and knowing what you did in your past year, you know what worked, what didn't work, and having a clear plan for 2024 will really help you 
converse with people who are going to potentially buy your product or service. And you can confidently say, yes, I've worked with this person and we got, you know, 10 million views, or I worked with this person and, um, you know, they used our photos for these advertisements. And yes, I worked for that person. And this, you know, this is a very similar case study to what you're looking, uh, you're what you're looking for today. And I can send you some more, um, information on it. Like you will be so clear with your potential client and you will have no doubts. You will have no, um, you know, uh, 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 and feel like kind of scared to talk to clients. Um, and I think that's one reason why people say no is that they just don't feel that confidence and that reassurance from their service provider. So they go on to somebody else who might not have the work ethic or the results or the portfolio to back up their work, but they're confident in when they talk, right? So all things to consider. I really hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. Again, visit sierranmike.com slash 2024 for that PDF on how to set yourself up for success. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, feel free to message us on Instagram at sierranmikemedia. You can email us at info at sierranmike.com. And if you are listening to this podcast and really appreciated today's episode or future episodes, we really uh, would love and appreciate a five five-star review from you that really does help us and it goes a long way and it helps the podcast growth um and yeah we are looking to uh produce more podcast episodes in 2024 uh this was kind of my passion project um the podcasts were kind of scattered i we didn't really have a plan for them because it again was my passion project but i think we want to continue doing it on a regular basis as we just have a lot to share and a lot of um, tips and tricks and information that a lot of people ask us on a regular basis so we feel like this is a really great way to get that information to you and it's you know something you can just listen to as you're um, walking or cooking or um, editing or whatever um, so yeah we hope to provide you with some more podcast episodes in the very, very near future. So stay tuned for that. And um, yeah, if there's any way we can uh, support you or you'd like to work with us, again, you can email us or uh, DM us on Instagram. And we thank you so much for listening. And we hope you have a great day. And this is episode four of the Creative Pursuit Podcast. I'm your host, Sierra. Join us again for another episode. Bye.